Books is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, here we are, kissing another year, a new year, planning for it as we transition into it. And I can't think of a better way to really kind of take an overview is to look at some of the tips, tools, gizmos, gadgets, everything that we saw from uh, this past year that really shined the, the bright, shiny objects that seem to stick, as well as what we see coming along. With me is my favorite geek girl, the Gadget Gizmo Girl, and just really a cool virtual assistant, Kelly Johnson. And so we're going to be digging into all of this uh, during our hour together. So, Kelly, welcome back to Author You, Your Guide to Books Publishing. Well, and thank you for that very kind introduction. I'm always uh, delighted and honored to be a part and come on the show and have some fun and play with you. <laughs> oh, I, I know we do play, don't we? I mean, <laughs> we have well, we we work hard, but we play too, so it's a good mix. <laughs> as we should, as we should. Yeah. So we'll we'll look at it that way. All right, so let's kind of um, what what road do you want to go down first? Well, I think I love what you said, as you mentioned, I, and I'm with you. I can't believe that we're actually kissing the end of the year and starting a new one soon. So, <laughs> uh, as you mentioned, just a couple of, I thought if you'd like, I could mention a couple of tools that people can start looking at right now that they might want to, you know, have some uh, experience with at the end of this year and then leading into next year. So we can start there if you'd like. Yep, we're, and you know, actually we're here into next year at this point, but that <laughs> some people are still thinking, uh-oh, it's till 218. I mean, actually, they, I think they think it's 218 up to the, till when they file their taxes, but, right, but, right, but exactly. you, you know, this is the time. I know, I know that January is the month that people go on diets, so maybe we exactly. should think about some tool diets, Kelly. Um, well, there we go. Yeah, I like that. I like that angle. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that angle too. So let's let's talk about some variables um, that we can do some trimming back to. That maybe there's some overloads going on, or maybe things have changed um, with some tools that used to be the, you know, they were the cat's meow. That maybe they're getting to be a little long in the tooth, or we we should <laughs> maybe maybe there's new improved versions. How how's about that? Yes, that's very true, because um, one of them in particular that I know we've talked about some similar tools before, that um, this is another one that just gives like a couple of different aspects and angles for people to kind of look at as well. Mm-hmm, exactly. All right. So where, where do we want to jump in first? Well, I'll jump in with the one that I just mentioned. So um, as, as you well know, Judith, a couple of the tools that uh, we've always 
tend to go over and we like to remind people mm -hmm. about are mm -hmm. things that they can do in looking at their websites and in particular, like what are some things that they can improve on as far as any keywords that they're using? Do they have good descriptions? How is it being found in Google? You know, site maps, all that great stuff that comes along with your website. And um, some of the tools that we've used before in the past and recommended, they, you know, they've been great. What I like about this one in particular, as I mentioned, it goes even a little bit deeper into some things you can do to improve, and it's called um, SEO Site Checkup. And so the website is, is essentially that. It's seositecheckup.com, and site is S-I-T-E. And when you put in your website, what it does is it'll drill down. It will give you a score, you know, based on a total of 100. So, of course, the closer to 100 you are, you know, the better. That's your goal. But it will give you a little chart at the top and let you know, like, how many of the sections your website has passed. You know, it's, it's got a little green light. Um, how many maybe have failed or a couple that you have some warnings on where it's not that it's bad, but you should just do a little bit of improvement. And a couple things I love that it drills into is it also lets you know things such as any backlinks, you know, that you have, um, you know, any um, regarding that. Um, in addition to like a Google Analytics test, you know, mm -hmm. do you have any Google Analytics, you know, on your site to make sure that you're getting that data? Uh, also things such as is your SEO um, friendly URL? Do you have one on all your pages or just for your website? Are you using them that are just friendly for the search engine? So it really has some good aspects like that that let you do some improvement. That's excellent. Okay. I love that. So that's number one. Absolutely. Right. And another, and one other um, new tool I just wanted to mention as well that I've had a chance to play with a bit and I thought it was great because not only it's one of those tools where initially we think, oh, how, you know, how can I start using it for myself so then I can let other people know how it can benefit them or, you know, how they can use it. And actually what this tool is called, I know it has a very cute name, something easy to remember, but it's called Honey. So literally like, you know, honey that you would you know, put on food, but it's mm -hmm. a honey app and the website is joinhoney.com and it's actually a free app. And what it does is Honey will automatically apply the best coupon code at checkout. So when you go on um, several websites, and this is including Amazon, and you're you know, doing your search, you're selecting your item that you want to purchase or a couple items, when you get to the end of the checkout, um, when you have Honey installed, it will pop up like this little icon and it will say it's searching for any discount codes that are available and current. And it will show you if there's like one discount code or a couple that would be applicable for your order. So you can go ahead right at that time before you check out and select, you know, any one of those applicable discount codes. And it will go ahead and apply, give you that sale price, and then you can go ahead and pay and, you know, get your service, get your tool or get your product. Well, that's very cool. So we, we've just come out of all the cyber stuff um, from the holiday right. season. But there are always, number one. People shop online. And number two, yeah. there's always holidays um, coming exactly. up. There's always holidays coming up where things are out there. Um, exactly. And, and the reason I also wanted to mention the honey is because, as you said, since we've you know, come out of the holidays, the way that I've also been able to apply it is because they have literally thousands of sites that honey will search when mm -hmm. I was looking for some images for a client for one of the projects that we were collaborating on, one of the sites that they had found 
the images that they wanted to use for this project. It was a new image site for me, but I, you know, had gone in, put in the numbers that they wanted. And when I went to the checkout, it actually popped, you know, that honey popped up. So it had a coupon code. I was able to apply for that client. So in that case too, it's some services that you don't even realize or for people like in my profession as an assistant, I was able to help my clients save some money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, then that will take care of that. So um, I like that. And actually, I've seen it pop up and I, and I, you know, not following up during the last Christmas season. I'm thinking, uh, do I need another thing on my computer? So this, <laughs> this sounds like a good idea. So you just download it on your phone if you're shopping there or on your computer. Is that correct? It, yes, that's correct. And as you mentioned, that's a great point, Judith, that sometimes we can feel a little overwhelmed with, okay, something else to install on my computer, but mm-hmm. it's a very quick process to install. And then when you're, for example, if you're on your computer, whatever browser you're using, usually then in the upper right, you'll just see like a little H icon. I mean, that's the most that you you know will see on a regular basis. And then you don't see the honey again until, as I mentioned, when you're on a website and it happens to have, you know, some coupon codes that might be applicable, then you'll just see that little honey box pop up and only when you're going to check out. So it is, it is a pretty low key type of item that you can have on your computer. So, so do you have to rejoin it every time you want to use it or does it automatically retain your information? I mean, that, that's one of my bugaboos, Kelly. Oh, yeah. And so far when I've been using it, it just retains the information. So all you, you know, you don't have to redo it, re-sign up or reconnect it every time you're ready to, you know, go check out. Got it. Okay. Great, great recommendation. All right. So we have about two minutes before our first break. What other goodies do you have? We can do short or we. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Well, um, I know one other um, quick goodie is it's called neighborhoodofgood.com. And once again, since I know a lot of times we think, you know, how can we give back? And this is whether Uh we're in a holiday season, we're coming out, you know, we're going into a new year. What I like about neighborhoodofgood.com is that if you are wanting to give back, you go to that website and if you want to volunteer for some causes that really matter to you or you have a passion Mm -hmm. for, Mm -hmm. um, basically you just put in your zip code and it will let you know just right in your neighborhood close to you, you know, what are organizations or, you know, people that are involved in, you know, what is close to your heart that are right Mm -hmm. in your neighborhood. So it's just a really easy way that you can give back in that way. Oh, I love that idea. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, and excellent. once again, just like and relating it to my clients too, like if they with their books, if they have you know a passion or a cause that's related to their book, it's a nice way that they can also you know help to have other people in addition to themselves you know also be a volunteer and, and give back to the community. Well, I think that is terrific, uh, terrific idea. All right, so we're going to be going through our hour together today, just going through with a variety of ideas between Kelly and I. Um, I I've got some personal favorites that I've certainly discovered that I think are terrific uh, to take advantage of. But who doesn't love a coupon um, that doesn't involve you clipping? It's just there, and you can take it yeah. and run with it. Um, and, and here's the deal, you know, the holiday's over. I bet you some of you got gift cards. How cool is that? So with gift cards, you you can go shopping (laughs) and, (laughs) and, and what I'm understanding is this little baby is going to pop up and say, go for it. Um, and you can get it. Is that right? All right. So 
Yeah, that's very cool. All right. So everyone with me is Kelly Johnson. Kelly is one of the best virtual assistants I've ever had the pleasure to work with, to have her involved with my workshops, which she always is. Um, and she is the she is the, the neighborhood resident fix-it person. How cool is that? And so you've got your computers and everything else. You're listening to Author You, your guide to book publishing. I'm Judith Browse, your book shepherd. And we are ready to start a fabulous new year in publishing. is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these is there a book in you or another author you shows you how to create develop and publish your book without being hoodwinked if you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative, no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author U extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author U is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author U, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author U today at authoru.org. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, 
or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, we're with Kelly Johnson, my favorite virtual assistant and geek girl, and we are talking gizmos and gadgets for what you should be thinking about. So she's already introduced a great, great um, uh, site that you all should be using, the SEO site checkup.com, where it'll score you 100 or less. I don't know anyone who ever gets 100, but it'll give you some pass warnings and fail so you've got some problems um, on your website itself. So that's a great, great tool. The other one, which I loved, um, hunt at joinhoney.com, which automatically, whenever you're shopping online and you're on a site and you're getting ready to check out, all of a sudden it'll pop up. You've got coupons. You can grab them. I love <laughs> that idea. Um, and then just giving and supporting the, the local hood, neighborhoodofgood.com. So I... I think those are all great ideas on that. Okay, so Kelly, what's next on our list? Well, I, I know you had mentioned there was also like a couple of uh, like sites or tools that you like to use. So I didn't know if you wanted to jump in with one, and then I can. Um, I'm happy to share a couple more as well. Yeah, yeah, I will. And I, I just this is you know I've always been a big believer in hashtags and stuff. Yeah. And and so one of the things I think it's really important for you to know about these two sites, and um, hashtagify.me. Hashtagify.me. Mm -hmm. Well, when you go into that, here's what's cool. Um, it'll give you a variety of also variable uh, hashtags. You know, you may have your keyword. You, you have your keyword. Mm -hmm. but it also gives you some mm -hmm. others that will tie in to it. Nice. And, and for example, um, one of my clients who uh, launched his book uh, in November which was called Big Wedding Suck, all right? So it's all really about creating, a, a Dave Westfall's book is all about the power, truly the power of a small wedding or even eloping and that kind of thing. That's what that book was all about. And he was using, you know, small weddings and hashtag elope and that kind of stuff. Uh -huh. He never thought yeah. about using the word hashtag love. Whoa! <laughs> nice! <laughs> okay, so that came roaring through. All right, so the other one I'm going to recommend you discover is Keywords Everywhere. Mm -hmm. KeywordsEverywhere.com. It's a Google. Uh, you need to go in on Chrome when you do this. Um, it's mm -hmm. a Google site, but it also gives, the, when you put in your key, what you think is your keyword, it'll give you your variables of what people are using to search for. And as, as well as the monthly count and all that. And then Kelly and I have always been fans of Keyword Spy as well. Um, and that, that what you should be using. And I, I, I can't stress this enough since we're talking about websites um, and everything. How important it is 
to know which keywords are appropriate for your yeah. particular blog that you put up. So I, I think maybe my other, besides those three sites, the hashtagify.me, keywords everywhere, keywords is plural, by the way, keywordseverywhere.com and keywordspy.com is that you've got all the tools you need, really, for, for, what, for going after the appropriate hashtags. Um, and then I, I think it's important to remember that, um, and, and I think we need to talk about some of the social media platforms, Kelly, before we exit okay. the show today, yes. um, that in Instagram, you can go up to 25 hashtags and you just, you know, you just bombard them at the end of whatever you're posting. Um, yes. your descriptions and things. And um, so you, you need to start building laundry lists uh, that tie into your book, your theme, your expertise, um, whatever you're doing there that you start having those. So you just kind of automatically could just do almost a copy and paste. I would recommend that yes. mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. to save a little time. Absolutely. Um, so, and, 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 and I think what's also cool about hashtags is you don't have to put commas in. It's just hash, you know, hashtag the word space, hashtag the word space, that kind of thing. Um, yes. That's really powerful. And also use them on your Pinterest yes. um, p- platforms, which is, is is those two, I think, Kelly, and maybe we can mm-hmm. talk about the social media platforms if you're game for it right now. I think between yes. Pinterest and Instagram, um, those are going to be the ongoing top platforms right yeah, now. And, and I, I, I agree. And I think in particular with Pinterest, you know, just to focus on one of them for a moment, um, especially because that one is what I like to call it's a little more evergreen than a lot of the social media platforms. And what I mean by that is yeah. when you create your boards, you know, on Pinterest and then any images or pins that you're placing on those boards, you get a specific URL not only for that board but for that particular pin so that it's easier for people to find and you can like send out those links or you can use those links in your blog posts or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're wanting to share out as far as demonstrating your expertise or you know giving that content to your target audience. So that's just another really nice factor, you know, in particular related to Pinterest. Yeah, I, I think just just keep doing that kind of stuff. Um, all of you. I mean, and, and I, you're thinking, oh, my God, I need another platform to go on. Well, maybe you get rid of one. Maybe you kind of ignore one for a while um, and, exactly. and let it rest. Um, and, yeah. you know, it depends on what I like about Pinterest. It's still free. Um, Instagram yeah. is free. Now, I don't know how long that's going to last. I mean, to try to get right. any boosting, but because of its Facebook relationship. It's owned yeah. by them. Um, that, but who knows? You know, just who knows? But That's I would just right. really... I... go ahead. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I was gonna, and I was going to say that's a great point that you just made um, a moment ago about, as you said, you know, if you feel like you have too many social media platforms, and which can feel a little overwhelming at times, and we don't mm-hmm. want you to feel overwhelmed, that, as you mentioned, Judith, you can sort of you know, ignore one or not focus on it for a while. Because the other thing to realize is maybe when you started out, if, you know, for example, maybe you really focused on, you know, Facebook and Twitter, but then you came to realize that your target audience was making some shifts and they were, they're spending more time on Instagram or or Pinterest, for example. So sometimes your target audience is going to shift, you know, where its focus is or where it's spending time. So just because you started out with some platforms and that's where your target audience is, just realize too that they might be making those changes and you need to go with that flow as well. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and that's so. Let's the, talk about the flow. Um, certainly, all of you who are using Facebook have noticed if you read anything anywhere that there are challenges going on, and yeah. that and and who knows where that's going to go, um, right. and if and if there's going to be any kind of slap down, which wouldn't surprise me, by the way. It wouldn't surprise me with the latest thing that has been uh, popped up about of how the execs of Zuckerman and uh, Sandberg really knew about all the problems and they buried them um, and yeah. didn't, ex- you know, which, you know, to me is kind of a taboo thing to do. So yeah. uh, that I, I think that you need to look at uh, the kind of reach that you're getting. How much time are you putting in if you're on Facebook, how much time are you really going in to maybe reach out to 10 people? Really? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and without spending money. So I'm going to, you know, on my list is, and, and Kelly and I are actually going to be having a post discussion on all this. My, on my yeah. list is YouTube yeah. and, and really looking at uh, building YouTube. When you have a, uh, a, a giant like the social media examiner.com, which will be on yeah. my list that you all should be following. That when you have a giant saying, you know what, we're not going to do any more streaming on, on uh, Facebook, we're really going to, we're going to be doing it all off of YouTube. Uh, that's got to be a, uh, a huge flag that you want to pay attention yeah. to. So, absolutely. That's right. And actually, just uh, very briefly related to Instagram, one thing I just recently learned, too, um, since a lot of people that I know are members of Costco, what I recently discovered about Costco is that they really encourage members to use hashtag Costco on Instagram because they look at that. And when they are seeing people um, use the hashtag Costco, they're giving people a chance to be featured on Costco's official social media accounts. So since we know that, you know, Costco is obviously a big player, you know, out there and a lot of people are familiar with it, that's just an opportunity where all of us, if you start using hashtag Costco on your Instagram, you can maybe get that exposure, you know, in that regard. And if you're a blogger that you have something that you want to share or submit to Costco, you can email their team at socialmedia at Costco.com. So those might just be some other social media tips that might be good, you know, for, for 2019. I love this tip. And in fact, I am just, <laughs> I am making a note um, that everything we put out now always has a hashtag Costco behind it. Love exactly. that. Yeah, I love it. So on the social media.com, uh, this is just news information that they're looking for. Um, yeah, basically what, what I've been able to find out so far is that they said, you know, if you're a blogger, and there's mm-hmm. something that you want to relate, and especially, obviously, if you can tie it into something that's Costco-related. So by that, mm-hmm. when, when, I'm, you know, when you hear Costco-related, we might only think, okay, products, how can I necessarily tie what I'm blogging about into products? But there's some products I'm sure that you might be able to find. But also, I would encourage you to say, look at Costco overall and, like, maybe organ, you know, um, charities or you know, good fundraisers or events or what are they doing in the community? And you can tie, you know, what you're blogging about into that as well. So don't think that you have to limit yourself, you know, just to Costco products. 
Great, great idea. All right, we're up to our next uh, uh, sponsor break. And um, we're going to be back with Kelly Johnson at cornerstoneva.com with more awesome tips as we start the new year. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged event. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. 
Well, top of the brand new year to all of you. And Kelly Johnson, my favorite uh, geek girl and virtual assistant, and I are talking about just different strategies, techniques, tools, software, platform, etc., that you can be using um, and maybe dumping some that you're using now that just aren't performing or are working for yet. So um, I, I did uh, last year a show with Mark Coker. Mark is the founder of Smashwords. Mm-hmm. And um, Kelly and I are certainly tuned in. I know I just have my latest book, How to Create a Million Dollar Speech, which I would certainly encourage all of you to go get. If you want to yes. sell a lot of books, you do it with with what I call the cash cow two-step. It's your words in your mouth. That's what it's about. Yeah. And it's a great it, book. Yeah, it's, it is a great book. And um, that one of the things that I was in the studio um, in, in the, um, oh gosh, when was it? <laughs> I've lost track. Early November, <laughs> early November. And yes. doing the audio book, the audio book. So two tips. You all need to get audiobooks. Here's what's going on. For the last three years, audiobooks have grown at 30% a year. It is projected that in ne- within the next three to four years, it will eclipse ebook sales. That where you have what anywhere from 20, 22, 23%, ebook sales have been flat for several years. Audiobooks will bypass them. So mm-hmm. you may not listen to e uh, you may not read ebooks, you may not listen to audiobooks. Um, it doesn't matter. Millions are. It doesn't matter. Yes. So um, I, I would just highly recommend. And for all of you, one of the books I would recommend um, is the Author's Guide to Audiobook Creation by Richard Riemann. And and yes. pick up that book, um, so you can start learning. It's a it's a little book. It's a mini. It's it's a you mini guide series, and and you'll have it and you'll run with it, um, which is what I would highly recommend to you, um, in that process. So, in, in number one on your list this year, if you don't have audiobooks for your books, start moving into it. And you can spend a lot of money. You do not have to. There are ways to to shortcut it right and left. Uh, so I'm going to recommend that. All right, so that's one of my tips, Kelly. Back to you. No, no I love that. And, and yes, Richard's book, Richard's book is a great resource as well, as you mentioned. So great mm-hmm. tip there. And um, other things just to kind of look at, as you mentioned, just with some changes I love as you shared about, you know, people going kind of more from, you know, ebooks into the audio books. A couple other things just to also realize, I know a lot of people have been asking questions about CreateSpace um, because a lot of people have used that, you know, related to Amazon. <laughs> It so, doesn't exist. <laughs> I know exactly. That's why I wanted to mention that they've done, you know, a lot of people might not, they haven't had a chance, it seems like, to hear that it doesn't exist anymore, that they've, you know, really, they're yeah. shifting away from that. And what you just need to also realize is that if you were thinking you were going to use CreateSpace, you can still do a print-on-demand version with Amazon, but you do it through the KDP um, dot Amazon.com. So mm-hmm. they're doing both the eBooks and print books through there. So that's just been a question that, um, I've been getting, you know, quite frequently, especially as, you know, people are looking in 2019 now, you know, what do they want to do? What do they want to start putting out with books? So I just wanted to make sure that people did have a chance to start making that transition or, or learn about that <laughs> as they're going through. Always way fun, don't you think, when you can, oh, when yes. you, 
you you, pick, never you picked that up as we know <laughs> yeah exactly so um and, and there are changes i mean there uh, you you've just a, a couple of changes on the new kdp where uh, i think that they paid uh, very quickly um now it's on a is it a monthly basis or t- every other month kelly that i'm sorry the every other month yeah is it monthly basis or every other month Oh, that they're paying the royalty. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're they're yeah, they're paying the yeah. They've they've loosened their frequency. So, yes, I I believe it's every other month. Okay, so if you're into the bi-monthly deal, all right, everyone. So be aware of that. Yes, and actually, one other thing to mention too, when I was checking that out with these changes in KDP, when I did go into um, my KDP account, I was able to actually choose, contact us, and speak to a live person. So before, if you needed to get over to KDP, you used to have to call into Author Central and have them transfer you over. But now you actually do have the option that you can talk to a live human being when you're in your KDP Amazon account. <laughs> exactly. And, and and it's really important. And and I also, that probably a lot of you who were trying to get a hold of Amazon this past year, um, probably had some problem. I mean, there was a lot of hiccups in the system for yeah. a lot on the publishing side. I, I just know that really well. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to tune everybody in for that. All right. That's so, right. all right, let me give you another alternative. Let me add this in that I mentioned Mark Coker, um, uh, yes. in a little bit last segment that I want to make sure that you, if you're, if you don't have your ebook, uh, Smashwords is an ebook platform distributor, but they will open up you to libraries. Um, yes. And they have a fabulous, fabulous coupon strategy. Um, number one, if you've got a new book coming along, that you can start pre selling it 12 months in advance. 12 months, you can start That's building fantastic. the bus, start marketing. It's huge. And they've got a coupon sale that that you can get in offering your book for free, attaching it. If you're trying to do building up that way, that won't uh, that doesn't seem to violate Amazon's. Uh, you can't be offering your book for a less price than what we offer right. because it's yes. private. It's a private deal. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, where you're taking the little clip and sending it out like to your mailing list, for example. So discover Smashwords. Uh, dot com. If you don't know about it, you definitely want to. All right. That's my yeah. tip. All right. That's great. And just related to that, too, when we're talking about some of the different accounts that people have of how they're either, you know, printing, distributing their, you know, books, whether they be print books, ebooks, audio books, just kind of also a friendly tip as we're looking at all those accounts, make sure to go back in, especially on ones where you have some of that flexibility of like the royalty rates and what you're earning. Because um, I know some of the clients I've worked with, when they initially set up their account, you know, before we had started working together, where they had some of their royalty rates set, they were making literally maybe like 80 cents a book, just because they didn't have a chance to go back and say, oh, you know what, I need to kind of adjust some of this rate of, you know, what I can earn, you know, as a royalty as an author. So we've been able to, you know, go back in and make some of those tweaks, too. So sometimes remember that we need to revisit some of these accounts and check out some of the settings that maybe you had initially put in. And you may need to, once again, make some of those adjustments because we want to make sure our authors are, you know, getting as much due to them as possible and and having your your hard work recognized. So don't forget to also kind of revisit those accounts and, and see what you have in there. 
All right. So what you told them and what you offered and what you're not, and you maybe understand how much you're going to make. Exactly. Um, because you never know. Uh, and then also, I guess what we should do, bring in, if you are doing um, books, any selling any kind of book books, um, and that if if you've let's say Amazon is the primary, I mean Amazon sells sixty percent of all books, that <laughs> that you you're going to certainly be up there. That they have what they call they award the buy button, um, and the yes. buy button on the on your on your book page um, goes to the person, the company, the entity, whatever we want to call it. Uh, that is making the book available at the uh, least amount of cost to Amazon so they can, savvy people that they are, make the most profit. All right, so what you've got to go in is check out, especially for a print-on-demand, if you've got print-on-demand options, and also if if, if you're only print-on-demand, you don't have to worry too much about this. But if you're print-on-demand, plus you have what we call an offset print run, you've actually, like I, I always run a 1,000 copies of my books at a time. Um, and I, I am actually thrilled to say to all of you, thank you for your support, because our first print run is sold out. We had to go back yeah. to print last year. So um, w- with that said, that if... They can, if uh, uh, someone who's going to, really, they're scrapers. If if they go in and they can scrape your book from uh, KDP, or they can scrape your book uh, from Ingram Spark, let's say, at a for less money, they can resell it for maybe a penny under what they know that you're offering it as a a a, a, tr- a traditional type of publisher. But, for right. example, that if I have a $10 book and I have mm-hmm. – because ones and those are so easy to multiply. If I have a $10 book and um, Amazon is selling it um, as one that I've got the print run and they're pulling from my inventory, they've agreed to pay me $4.50. So that's a 55% discount. All right. But yes. if, if your book is available with di- discounts that are higher – um, in different areas, then they, you know, a scraper can go and get your book and resell it for just, you know, a few pennies above, but bump you out. And they are going to show as the the entity who is offering your book on your homepage and not you. So just be aware. This is something that this these th- these are fine tuning things you need to go check on. Just absolutely. You know. All right, all right. So Kelly, we have actually. We've got uh, a couple of seconds. We're going to take our final break. So when we come back, Kelly and I have 12 minutes to bombard you with, uh, (laughs) get ready, Kelly, with a bunch of ideas that you can go into what, what I like to call the next, next level of your success which is what both Kelly and I certainly want for, for you. You're listening to Author You, your guide to book publishing. We'll be right back. is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these 
The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Okay, we're up and running, and we've got our final 12 blast of ideas um, <laughs> with Kelly Johnson from CornerstoneVA.com. So um, Kelly was uh, sharing with me, and this might be attractive to a few of you when we were on break, um, how to create or add ambient noise um, and sound. So what's that all about, Kelly? Exactly. And um, So basically, I have uh, two sites. They're free where I know sometimes we all have our different environments that we like to create. Sometimes people like to have, you know, just some ambient noise in the background because it just helps to, you know, maybe tune out other noises that you feel are too distracting, or it can also just help to, you know, reduce stress and just, you know, put you in a more, you know, focused state so that you can really drill into the work you're doing. So mm -hmm. the two sites um, that I have, if you just want to create some ambient noise, it's, one of them is called hipstersound.com. So H-I-P-S-T-E-R-S-O-U-N-D. And one of the ones I like on this site in particular, especially because we're authors and we work a lot with writing, they have one that's called Lively Library Ambiance. So I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but I, I'm very intrigued to see what it might sound like. And they also have one called Generator of Positive Sounds. So I'm curious <laughs> to see what they, you know, what they call maybe some positive sounds. And there's another one, um, same thing, that it will help to create some um, 
ambient noise in, in the background. But this one focuses more on nature type of sounds, and it's called Noisly. So N-O-I-S-L-I dot com. So once N O I I want you to repeat those. N O I S L I dot com. So that's oh. noisly is the one. And then the other one was hipstersound.com. So is that H I P T? Um H I P as in Paul, S as in Sam, T E R S O U N D. Okay, got it. Hipster. Yes. <laughs> All righty. Great I think fun idea. Those are very exactly. fun. I can have some fun with computers too. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, you know, I will tell all of you. You want to be careful because if you're in a um, a room sharing, uh, your nature sounds may not be right for somebody else. So you got to be careful here. That, yes. <laughs> you know the way I would the way I would look at it. All right. So what else? Let's see, just a couple other, as you said, I love that we always, like at the end, we tend to do our deep dive and here's some other, you know, variety of tools to try. Um, there, this site is if you have a PDF file, so sometimes maybe either if you're needing to send your interior book file to someone or like you're, you need to enter it in a contest, you know, a book award or just for, you know, an opportunity and, and it needs to go by email, sometimes those PDF files can be very large in size and they won't send because they're too large. So this, we have other tools like we, you know, wetransfer.com where you can use a service like that um, instead of just, you know, directly through your email to help mm -hmm. get files through. Mm -hmm. And if you need to actually compress the size of your PDF, like the file itself, you need to make it smaller. Mm -hmm. um, there's a free site called smallpdf.com forward slash compress dash PDF. And it will actually go ahead and make your PDF file smaller so that, that way, if you just need to have it compressed, you've got that free tool available. All right. So smallpdf.com um, forward slash compressed. Forward, uh -huh. Compressed is, is, um, hyphen PDF. Oh, okay. So, and, and, and what kind of size? Um, I think a lot of people think, Kelly, that once you have a PDF, uh, you know, I can send that anywhere. And it's not the case, right? Exactly. That's very true. So that's why we want to always share those two tools in particular using a service like wetransfer.com. If, like you said, if your PDF file, you want to use that to actually send to somebody because it won't go through regular email or you need to make the, literally the file size of the PDF smaller. Yeah, my understanding, most email uh, platforms have, um, I mean, I use Outlook and we're, you, you, yes. you, when, you, when you hit 10 megabytes, you're in trouble. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it nothing goes, and you wonder where did those files go. So I, I use WeTransfer because I can remember the name all the time, and I can send up at two gigabytes at a crack. That's a that's yes. a lot of stuff to transfer. Exactly, and that's the free version of WeTransfer that lets you send yes. you know, that that much space. So as always, we love free. Yeah. Oh no, we're we're all for free. We're totally, totally for free. All right. So what are some of our other goodies here? So a couple other goodies. Um, one I wanted to mention, a lot of times I know people are familiar with, you know, Buffer, Hootsuite, you know, tools like that mm -hmm. that we can use to schedule out the posts that we want to go on our social media. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, though, we'll go, well, wait a minute. What about Instagram? Since we had mentioned Instagram, you know, earlier, 
usually it's one of those where, of course, you know, if you go on your phone with Instagram, as you can see and probably have experienced, there's not a way that you can schedule, you know, a, a post or what you want to put out on Instagram through your phone. There is, however, a free tool if you go on your computer that you can go to called grambler.com. So that's G-R-A-M-B-L-R.com. And it's a free tool that lets you actually go ahead and um, upload directly on your computer posts that you want to go on Instagram, and you can schedule them as well. So that's a free tool to let you do that. And, you know, once again, if you need to be gone on vacation, a trip, you know, business travel, you can go ahead and schedule some things up to post out on Instagram that way. All right. So it's my understanding. Can, can you come back to Hootsuite? Um, oh, which, yeah. you know, which is one of the ones I used. Um, I know yeah. you use it a lot. And then Facebook, it, it, you know, said, no, you can't post to Facebook anymore. Uh, or maybe Hootsuite decided. I don't know who decided. But that's one of the issues. Is is there any platform that that allows you to post to all of the main players? Uh, well, and just to go back one moment to, as you mentioned, was it like Hootsuite is at Facebook? that when mm -hmm. these different types of accounts like Hootsuite, when changes like that are made or they give you an announcement that says, you know, you, you can no longer post here or you can't post mm -hmm. there, what usually tends to happen is because it's from that particular social media platform. So in this case, like mm -hmm. Facebook or LinkedIn, they're making a change in what they're kind of calling their API, some of the coding that they use that lets you, you know, sort of connect, you know, from like Facebook to a tool like Hootsuite. So just so you know, typically when you see changes like that, it's not because of, you know, Hootsuite or Buffer. It's, you know, that social media platform. Um, so the other thing to kind of look out for is if you have a tool, you know, like Hootsuite, Buffer, that you've been using that you like, maybe just wait a little bit because sometimes when they're making a change like that with, you know, the coding or the API, it could just be that they either need to update it or they're going to be coming out with a new version. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll never be able to use it, you know, again, to post to like Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. So ah. I just wanted to mention that to be, you know, to begin with. Um, as far I know, and I'm still kind of looking at a couple different services to see, is there one that, you know, we might like even better that would post literally to all of them. So I haven't landed on one yet that seems to handle all of that. To but be acceptable, yeah. Stay yeah, stay tuned because once again, as soon as we find those tools, as you know, we always will make sure to update you on that and make sure that you have that information. So I guess what we need to say then, because I'm thinking that maybe I take all my Facebook streams off of my, my Hootsuite uh, deal, and what you just said is, no, don't. It may come back some point. Right. So you just may want to wait a little bit because, as we all know, technology is constantly changing and evolving. So mm -hmm. sometimes it is because they might be rolling out or coming out with a new update, and it just might take a little bit before they're able to actually, you know, roll that out and implement it. Oh, here I, here I thought it was just Facebook being pissy. <laughs> okay. Well, some of the time that is the case. So we <laughs> There you go. Okay, so use Grambler because I I think I can post on uh, Hootsuite for Instagram. Uh, yeah, you can do that through Hootsuite. Um, the the one thing I just the reason why I wanted to mention Grambler too is that um, just because it's free and Grambler is only for like posting to Instagram. It's not to post to like Pinterest, you know, Facebook, Twitter. 
But just because in particular, Instagram hasn't always necessarily had a third party tool that you could, you know, upload and post your pictures and the mm -hmm. content that you wanted out there. Um, that's why I just in particular wanted to mention that tool. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm going to give one, uh, one more tool and I'll throw it back to Kelly because we're in our, our final couple of minutes here is that yeah. you all should know about Grabber, G-R-A-B-B-R.com, Grabber.com. Grabber is a great tool for marketing, especially with your launching or anything like that, where you can upload um, the PDF uh, or the ebook, the ebook of, of, of your book that you're pushing out. You can give people a sneak preview. Um, and what Grabber does is goes all over the world. It's just not the U.S. Most will be in the U.S. probably for U.S. listeners. But it goes all over the world and will create sales, imprints, impressions, and start the buzz going. So, and uh, Grabber.com is free to set up and all that. And if, if buy, any buys happen for your book, you know, they'll get a little something. But it is minor. So that's something you should know about. All right, Kelly, we have one minute left. How about one more? So one more to share um, that I recently learned about is called Look Wide, and it, so it's lookwide.com, so L-O-O-K-W-I-D-E.com, and basically it's a micro-podcasting platform where it's very quick to install the app um, on your iPhone, and it's basically what you're doing is sharing your expertise um, in short audio clips. So essentially what the time frame is for the audio clip, it's a, you know, from 30 seconds to a maximum of three minutes. And you just um, tap the little play button, you know, when you're ready to record on there. Just give your short audio tip or clip, and then you go ahead and, you know, post that, and you can share, you know, share that out on your social media. And it's been getting some really good pickup. When I just recently set up my account on LookWide and did my first audio recording, I think within like the first five to ten minutes it was, I already had like ten people following me. So. It's getting some really good pickup. And once again, because you can pick the topic areas like entrepreneurship, business, you know, anything related like that, you're really getting to also find another way to touch base with your target audience and drill into your area of expertise. And it's very quick to just do that short of an audio recording and share it out there. Sounds terrific. All right. End of the show. All right. So you have got 15 awesome tips, people. 15 awesome tips to kick off the new year so you are a rock star. Thanks, Kelly, for being with me once again. Oh, and thank you for having me. It was a delight. part of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles each week